0: it is 5:08 you are listening to the evening edition with Sharmila and hopefully Sharad are you back <laughs> i am in fact Great. Back. did not mute you on purpose
1: <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad because um
0: yeah i think we all like to be heard that's not the kind of show this is sharad don't no it worry. is we don't exclude anybody it is time for Pope Pope parliament where we bring you updates from the day one right yet first up today bakri mp tan hong pin asked what measures were being taken to help victims in gaza following the siege by israel
1: so, Foreign Minister Datuk Dr Zambry Abdul Kadir said the government will provide an initial contribution of one million ringgit from the humanitarian trust fund for the people of Palestine to aid those affected by Israel's blockade on Gaza.
2: Kerajaan memberi komitmen untuk turut membantu dalam ringankan beban yang dihadapi oleh rakyat Palestin ini, dan insya Allah sementara lagi. Saya akan menyampaikan uh, bagi pihak rakyat Malaysia sumbangan awal sebanyak 1 juta ringgit untuk bantuan kemanusiaan kepada rakyat Palestin dari dana AAKRP kita. Dan uh, ianya akan disampaikan kepada tuan yang terutama Walid Abu Ali Duta Besar Palestin ke Malaysia, dan saya juga ingin menjemput yang berhormat yang, berhormat, yang berkepala yang berke lapangan untuk turut serta menyertai saya dalam majlis ringkas penyerahan sumbangan di lobi Parlimen selepas ini. Ini secara tidak langsung menunjukkan komitmen berterusan rakyat Malaysia kepada rakyat Palestin. He also
1: expressed a malicious disappointment of the selective approach taken by Western nations in swiftly providing support to Kiev during the Ukraine
0: war, but totally ignoring the plight of Palestinians. Then, responding to a supplementary question about what the government is doing to ensure the safety of Malaysians currently in Gaza, Zambri explained that the foreign ministry confirmed yesterday that there are five Malaysians, a woman as well as a mother with three children uh, in the West Bank and that the Malaysian embassy in Amman is in constant contact with them. He added that the ministry is cooperating with the Philippine embassy to evacuate the Malaysians as well as eight other Indonesians.
2: Kedutaan Besar Malaysia juga telah dapat menghubungi uh, doktor seorang doktor iaitu Nurul Ain uh, Latif. Beliau ini berasal daripada uh, Kota Baru dan uh, telah berkahwin dengan uh, warga Palestin. Dan uh, keadaan mereka berada di uh, tempat yang 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 selamat dan uh, kita juga sedang uh, berusaha untuk melakukan uh, proses evakuasi uh, untuk doktor Nurul Ain ini dan uh, sehingga kini kita mendapat uh, kerjasama daripada kedutaan uh, Filipina uh, untuk mengeluarkan uh, keluarga ini bersama dengan uh, 8 warga Indonesia yang berada di uh, kawasan yang yang, yang tersebut
0: Moving on, Bagan Sarai MP Dato Idris Haji Ahmad wanted to know how the government plans to hold neighbouring countries accountable for causing the haze and whether there were existing laws that can be used against them for incidents of open burning.
1: Now, the Environment and Climate Change Minister, Nick Nik Ahmad, uh, replied that the transboundary haze issue cannot be resolved by the enactment of laws alone. He said that diplomacy and negotiation among ASEAN member states was the best way to address the issue that now become an annual problem. He added that there are currently no specific laws and introducing them would be tricky because the issues of sovereignty and the willingness of neighbouring countries to enforce them.
3: Ramai rakyat Malaysia yang merasakan pendekatan yang kita ada buat masa ini tidak mencukupi untuk kita tangani. Kita percaya yes, memangnya ASEAN ini kita dapat bergerak dengan lebih baik apabila kita bergerak bersama. Tetapi perlu ada pendekatan yang lebih terbuka untuk kita ambil tindakan. Tidak kira kalau berlaku di Malaysia dan menjejaskan negara jiran dan sebaliknya kita kena ada pendekatan baru berbanding dengan uh, pendekatan yang kita guna pakai uh, begitu lama di dalam ASEAN selama ini Di dalam beberapa hal kritikal termasuk soal pencemaran seperti uh, isu uh, jerebu ini Tetapi tentang kos secara spesifik uh, saya akan bagi secara bertulis
0: and now to infinity and beyond, because Bukit Bandera MP Sherlina Abdul Rashid wanted to know whether the country's involvement in the 2007 space program was worth the investment. So Science, Technology and Innovation Minister Chang Kang assured the Dewan Raya that Malaysia's venture into space has been fruitful as it's produced a number of successful outcomes, including eight patents from the International Space Station as well as one trademark.
3: Untuk makluman ahli-ahli yang berhormat, menerusi program PAN ini, Malaysia berupaya menjalankan sebanyak enam penyelidikan sains Microgravity yang merangkumi bidang perubatan dan farmastika, sains hidupan dan juga bioteknologi yang telah dijalankan oleh angkasawan negara dalam masa lapan hari itu. Kesemua penyelidikan tersebut telah menghasilkan kertas kerja saintifik yang diterbitkan di dalam jurnal tempatan dan antarabangsa yang telah memberi sumbangan kepada penjanaan ilmu dan pengetahuan baru. Sebanyak lapan pattern daripada penyelidikan di ISS telah difilkan di Malaysia dan juga antarabangsa serta satu trademark. Selain itu, hasil penyelidikan turut menyumbang kepada faedah ekonomi melalui pembangunan antibiotik baru untuk industri farmaceutica, produk spin-off, dan juga produk dikomersialkan untuk kegunaan industri khususnya dalam bidang penghabluran protein
1: the minister said that research brought economic benefits as well through the development of new antibiotics for the pharmaceutical industry and commercial products for industrial use. He added that the space program only cost 16 million ringgit and was used to train and send an astronaut to the International Space Station. He added that the government has already acknowledged the return uh, returns through the generation of knowledge and talent development
3: untuk untuk makluman ahli uh, pendera dan juga dewan yang mulia ini kerajaan tidak menanggung uh, jumlah kos uh, yang disebutkan tadi iaitu 105 juta ringgit uh, untuk misi angkasa wan itu tetapi uh, kerajaan berbelanja sekitar 16 juta ringgit merangkumi kos-kos bagi menjalankan misi saintifik aktiviti pendidikan proses pemilihan angkasa angkasawan Latihan di National Aeronautics Space and Space Administration (NASA) dan juga insurans angkasaan. Kerajaan telah menerima pulangan 16 juta ringgit ini dalam bentuk Return of Value (ROV) menerusi penjanaan ilmu, pembangunan bakat dan juga pengungsian pakar dan sebagainya.
1: That was Science, Technology and Innovation Minister Chang Li Kang talking about Malaysia's space program. Question to you is Should Malaysia continue investing in its space program? You can call 7733 2900,
0: WhatsApp us at 018 789 8899, or tweet us at BFM Radio. Up next, Tun Raza MP Datuk Sri Dr. Wan Aziza Wan Ismail brought up the increased number of cyber threats faced by Malaysians and asked what enforce- enforcement measures were being taken by the government. Deputy Communications and Digital Minister thiony Ching said that as a proactive measure to address these cyber threats, the ministry was looking into amending the Personal Data Protection Act. The proposed amendments
1: include requiring users to appoint a data protection officer, reporting data leakage incidents to the Personal Data Protection Commissioner and increasing penalties.
4: Kementerian Komunikasi dan Digital melalui Jabatan Perlindungan Data Peribadi JPDP sedang meneliti dan membuat pindaan terhadap beberapa aspek berkaitan perlindungan data peribadi di bawah Akta Perlindungan Data Peribadi Akta 709. Tujuan pindaan ini adalah untuk memastikan Akta 709 sejajar dengan perkembangan teknologi digital semasa seterh perundangan perlindungan data peribadi di peringkat global. Antara Perindahan Atta 709 yang dicadangkan bagi mengawal ancaman saiber, termasuk mewajibkan pengguna data untuk melantik pegawai perlindungan data, melaporkan insiden kebocoran data kepada pesuruh jaya perlindungan data peribadi dan meningkatkan kadar denda yang lebih tinggi kepada pengguna data dan pemproses data. Selain itu, cadangan peluasan pemakaian tanggungjawab secara langsung akan juga dikenakan kepada proses memproses data jika berlaku sebarang ketirisan data dalam masa sama JPDP sedang dalam perancangan membangunkan garis panduan AI uh, kecenderasan buatan bagi mengawal serta meminimumkan kadar capaian atau gunaan AI berkaitan data peribadi
1: she added that the National Cybersecurity Agency will also be drafting a cybersecurity bill that aims to implement measures against cybercrime in line with the Communications and Multimedia Act
0: and the Criminal Procedure Code. Now, on a separate issue, uh, the Deputy Minister, Thiong Cheng also responded to allegations made by Bukit Bintang MP, Fong Kui Lun, who said that the recent National Day celebrations did not reflect balanced racial diversity. So, Theo said that the parade included programs and segments that highlighted unity while also depicting the country's pluralistic society. She added that the parade was received well by the different races and ethnic groups in the country.
4: Jawatan kuasa ini turut diangkutai oleh pelbagai jabatan dan agensi termasuk Jabatan Kebudayaan dan Kesenian Negara, Kementerian Pendidikan Malaysia, Kementerian Perpaduan, Angkatan Tentera Malaysia, Polis Diraja Malaysia dan lain-lain. Sambutan dengan tema Malaysia Madani, Tekad Perpaduan Penuhi Harapan. ...telah dizahirkan dengan melibatkan penyataan dari pelbagai agensi kerajaan, pasukan keselamatan, syarikat berkaitan kerajaan GLC serta sektor swasta. Selaras dengan tema, perancangan telah dibuat supaya sambutan kali ini memberi tumpuan bukan sahaja dari segi pelipatan pelbagai kaum di Malaysia... ...tetapi juga kepada kerjasama erat di antara kerajaan, swasta dan anggota keselamatan. KKD juga tidak menahatkan penyertaan mana-mana kaum tertentu bagi menyertai mana-mana program anjuran kerajaan ini. Malah kita sang, kami sangat mengalak, menggalakkan penyertaan pelbagai kaum dan anak dalam setiap aktiviti anjurannya.
1: That was Deputy Communications and Digital Minister Thione Ching responding to criticism that there was a lack of racial diversity uh, during the National Day Parade celebrations. We'd like to hear your thoughts. Uh, what did you think of the National Day Parade uh, celebrations? Did the parade do justice in portraying Malaysia's social and cultural diversity? Let us know. You can call us on 7773 WhatsApp us at 018-789-8899
0: or tweet us at BFM Radio. And that's it for today's session of Day One Rakyat. Um Quite a diverse array of topics uh, that came up. Just to recap, uh, there were questions around what the government is doing in response to the crisis in Palestine. Uh, there were also questions asked about the benefits of um, Malaysia's space program, uh, as well as discussion on the amendments to the Personal Data Protection Act as a way to combat cybercrime. And finally, whether the National Day uh, Parade celebrations uh, basically depict did Malaysia's racial diversity well enough. Let us know if you have thoughts on this. You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send us a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine, tweet us at BFM radio.
2: Bole for Malaysia. Ha. BFM eighty nine point nine, the business station.
0: It is 5.23. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila and Sharad. And we've been looking at the events of uh, the Day One Riot today with a number of different things coming up. Um, one that seems to have struck a chord is actually uh, a question raised on whether our space program back in 2007 uh, really had merits, whether it brought value to us. So uh, if you'd like to weigh in on that, should we continue investing in a space program, let us know. You can call double seven double three two nine hundred. Uh, you can send us a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Let's start with uh, a message that came in from Sabrina, who's. Okay, first I'm going to read the message. Sabrina says, Funny how my 12-year-old child was not allowed to include astronaut as one of the Kajaya STEM. Why angkasawan tidak dibenarkan? Thank God my son is an aeronautical engineer in Australia, not Malaysia. And Sabrina includes what looks like instructions uh, for a poster drawing, um, either competition or activity. Uh, and it says that angkasawan tidak dibenarkan, which is curious because... Obviously, that's a career one can pursue. Perhaps not as reachable as some others, but certainly it's a career. Yeah,
1: and if it's um, exercised uh, to kind of uh, imagine possibilities yeah you'd want you wouldn't want to foreclose uh, you know uh, any kind of trajectory a child wants to take right but the so it's very hard to, to tell what the intention behind it was uh, and maybe it was you know it has to do with how uh, maybe common it is so you know in some sense the teachers are trying to push kids to imagine things uh, other than astronauts whatever the intentions were it doesn't seem clear that you can um, discern that just simply from looking at the, um, mm. the, you know, the kind of instructions given to the kid. Uh, I, I wonder w- how many children in Malaysia dreamed of becoming astronauts.
0: I think it's one of those dreams that many children have, to be honest. At a certain age, depending on the kinds of movies you might watch or the kind of pop culture you consume, the idea of being an astronaut is often viewed as being very cool um, and, and just, I mean, adventurous. Would you want right? to? I had, I think, much more fantastical imaginations. I, I did want to go into space. But I think I also had a, I had a healthy enough sense of reality that I started imagining fairies and aliens instead. Because I'm like, Sharmila, you can't even hike up a hill without complaining. You're <laughs> yeah. really going to survive in space. You know what
1: I did do, though, You know, uh, recently, I was about a year or two ago, there was going to be um, a shuttle that was going to go around the moon. Yes, yes.
0: for civilians. right? Yeah. So, and
1: you could all sign up. And I actually did sign up. For it, and I was hoping to get through several stages of you know the trials and whatever, uh, but it you know unfortunately I never got the call. Oh. I didn't get the call.
0: Well, perhaps there'll be another one at some point. I hear Elon Musk is quite keen to <laughs> take people outside of the Earth, so. Um, We have time for a couple more messages, I think. So uh, two people making very similar points. Lisa says, please, just focus on our country's earthly pressing matters first. Meanwhile, MZ says, space, we can't be trying to cover anything and everything that's currently in fashion. Why not focus on more important things currently on Earth? We can't even get Malaysians to know the basics of science and we want to talk about spending money on a space program.
1: MZ, I think you're right in one regard, which is that, you know, the basics of science. And so when you look at the Indian program. Remember, we, we in fact uh, spoke to somebody from the Astronomical Society of Penang. Dr. Chong Hon Yu. That's right. Mm. And, you know, what was interesting about him was that to understand India's space program, not simply in the the craft going to the, you know, southern pole of the moon, but the mathematics and all that went behind it, the whole ecosystem of science education. And that's I think the thing that is invisible to a lot of people. They will see uh, Sheikh Muzaffar, you know, Dr. Sheikh Muzaffar Going up, and and they will see that as the point of the exercise. When in fact, it could be much, much more, you know, and very deeply embedded in the creation of a uh, an an ecosystem of scientific knowledge,
0: which the minister's response in parliament actually also alluded to, right when he talked about um, the the initial trip basically yielding patterns and and scientific um, findings that they've now put into practice. So, yeah, I think a space program has benefits that are larger than just sending an astronaut into space. There's research and and other sorts of knowledge that you have access to. Um, I wanted to read CK before we take a break. CK says involvement in the space program is okay for me as long as it helps create more job opportunities for Malaysians, which also helps Malaysia develop high-end technology and R&D, which is exactly the point.
1: Yeah, and you know, I think uh, sometimes I blame the media because if I remember correctly, cast my mind back to that moment, all I remember was you know, I think te Tare in in space, or something. Yeah, yeah. things that just sounded silly and gimmicky, and you know, we didn't have the the hard sciences behind it. And I think maybe uh, maybe the media is to blame for it. You know, uh, if I got my I got my facts correct, but I don't think the stuff that's come out. In fact, I'm quite surprised by the minister's uh, response. I didn't know all
0: this was happening. That's true, actually. Um, I don't think those sorts of findings were made accessible in a way that the public really understands. Anyway, keep your thoughts coming should we continue investing in a space program, you can call us, you can send us a voice note, you can WhatsApp us, you can tweet us, and just something we have coming up tomorrow, the government will be unveiling Budget 2024 tomorrow, and we know, just like us, you'll have a lot of expectations, a lot of hopes for what this year's budget will cover, and whether it will address issues surrounding rising cost of living as well as our economic challenges. So tune in tomorrow at 6pm, where we take you through the highlights of Budget 2024, with our experts, from PwC Malaysia, tax leader Jagdev Singh and deals partner Patrick Tay, brought to you by Massing Reinvent Spaces Enhancing Lives
2: Bodacious Fabulous Minds BFM 89.9 The Business Station
0: It is 5.38 You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila and Sharad and we've been talking about um, the various things that came up in Parliament today on Pope Pope Parliament and um, Two issues that seem to be getting a fair amount of um, discussion and conversation going. Um, One was about whether our space program brought us any benefits. And uh, there was also criticism of our National Day Parade for not being um, diverse enough, not reflecting Malaysia well enough. So... We'd like to hear from you. If you have thoughts on either of those, send them through. You can call 77332900, send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018 789 8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Let's start with a voice note. This is on, um, well, Malaysia and space.
5: Maybe before we further invest or re look into investing in a space program, why don't we look at and, and try to reflect on what return on investment we got from the first astronaut that we sent to the space. Because I don't I didn't see much um, benefits from it, other than perhaps personal benefits of, the, of those who are being sent. But I do support programs um, to promote um, space program uh, among school children especially in rural area i wish i had the chances um, got more exposure um, on space programs on astronomical things uh, now i try to uh, learn and it's very hard to learn when you uh, 30 years old starting from scratch but um, i guess more exposure would benefit our children
0: That was from Najwa. Uh, Thank you, Najwa. You know, okay, a couple of things first. I don't know whether you caught the first half of our show, but uh, the minister, in fact, actually did talk about the benefits from the space program, eight trademarks, uh, sorry, eight patents and one trademark as a result of research from uh, that mission. Uh, But to your second point about more exposure to children in rural areas and in schools, I completely agree, because I think back to when I used to dread my physics lessons back in school, and how nothing you learned in school linked things like physics to cool things like what happens in space. And I feel like there's so much potential in terms of making these links for children to get them excited about STEM subjects in a way that I'm not sure many of our uh, school syllabus is uh, doing yet.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm a big fan of sciences because I believe the scientific outlook is what we need to... Uh, address all kinds of problems, climate change, you know, things that are about uh, the place of our planet within the solar system, and, and then just the whole of, well, some religious people call it creation, but, you know, what, uh, you know, a more scientific uh, kind of uh, disposition might just call the universe. And and I think uh, understanding the math of it, the, the 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 physics of it, as you said, you know, mm. is really fascinating. And today we have such amazing communicators like Neil deGrasse Tyson, and the others who are telling the story of space and scientific knowledge in ways that are very nuanced but at the same time uh, very helpful for a a kind of personality that we need to address climate change.
0: Even our own Dr. Mazla Northman, right? Um, I mean, she does a lot in terms of advocating for um, just the study of astrophysics and making it seem kind of fun and interesting and not just something stodgy that, quote unquote, the, the eggheads would be studying. Jessica actually is making a related point saying, spend on quality education first before talking about space. Our national standard or quality of education is horrible. So, I see where you're coming from, Jessica, but I think I would like to say maybe those two things don't have to be two separate things. Yeah, they're not mutually exclusive, yeah. right? I mean, so the idea is
1: that if we had, uh, a, a, you know, an integration of an understanding of space into the current curriculum, it might elevate it. You know, it might elevate uh, the, the acceptance of a scientific outlook, uh, discarding, you know, kind of uh, superstitions and. W- You know, you hear this all the time. People have really strangely outdated notions about the reality in which they live, the physical reality in which they live. And maybe, you know, uh, something like this might actually just shift the needle on how we think about the world.
0: And on the issue of uh, the National Day Parades, a couple of people making... um Actually, almost, uh, almost separate points. Uh, Naga saying, The National Day celebration hardly reflects the racial composition of the country. Those who are participating are mainly from government agencies and from GLCs, where their employees are predominantly of one race.
1: Yeah, and Minal Adel says the question should be, has the National Day Parade ever been proportionately participated by all races? Why bring it up now? Nobody ever cared before and nobody sees it from a racial view either, except for these politicians. And this is, I think, Mm. a reference uh, to the Bukit Bintang MP who raised the question.
0: Which, I mean, um, I... Didn't sort of hear the larger context of why this was brought up. But it does seem rather odd to bring this up now. I mean, you know, to, to quote Minal, really, why bring it up now? Yeah, and the question is
1: when I, I don't know about you, uh, Shamla, but when I think about diversity, I don't think only about race. I don't think only about, I mean, there's so many other dimensions to diversity in this country that could be in the parade. Uh, you know, contemporary idea. I mean, why don't we have a contingent of Goths? You know, <laughs> <laughs> in the parade. Why don't we have young people in youth culture, you know, also there, right? Because that's that's the reality of contemporary diversity in cities in, in across the Federation, and that should be represented too.
0: Actually, yeah.
1: What or maybe do we I name? didn't watch the
0: parade, so maybe they were. Goths. <laughs> maybe there were a, a team of patriotic goths marching in the national day parade. I'm not sure. I believe all goths are patri- patriots at heart. Let us know if you have thoughts on this. You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send us a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Tweet us at BFM Radio
2: because freedom matters. BFM. Eighty-nine point
0: nine. Earlier on in the show, uh, because of a question brought up in Parliament, we were also talking about the benefits of having a space program. And we've been asking you for your thoughts on that. Should we continue investing in one? Send your thoughts through. Um, Let's see. We have this from Amir, uh, who says... Teachers own the onus of illustrating the connections between science topics and the marvels of the universe to inspire our children. No education system is perfect. Ours is far from it. But encouraging flexibility and exploration would be a good place to start. The way things are set up, our kids are expected to be committed to a stream at the age where many of them do not yet know who they are, let alone what they want to do. Make one wrong step and doors close shut far too early in a young person's life. Amir, I completely agree with you. I mean, to my understanding, the education system has opened up a little bit. It's a little bit more flexible, certainly than when I was in in school. But still, you're right that far too early, things are, as as you say, doors are shut. Um, And then it becomes very difficult to change your mind about what you might want to study or pursue.
1: Yeah, and, you know, I mean, the the question of the marvels of the universe, um, you know, should inspire us, um, not just when we're children, and I agree completely with what you're saying, but also go beyond that. And I think one of the things that we see in the media today, look at the mainstream media, the local mainstream media, you know, how much coverage do we give to science? How little, in fact, uh, you know, what dominates us? Politics dominates our conversations. Science doesn't. When you think about how important it is for science literacy, not just among the population, but also about uh, among uh, policymakers, and how many of them understand science at even a basic level.
0: No, and how many, um, or not how many, rather, how much of our our media. Um, focuses on not just science, but making science understandable and accessible and exciting for people, right? Um, And some of that, I think, and and this might be a personal bugbear, um, I read so many of this because I read long form content. So I recently read very randomly an article about the first ever dog fox hybrid that they suddenly found in Brazil, which opens up a whole new idea that these two species can interbreed, which before this was apparently not known fully um and things like that you don't just read in um you know in a news headline you know you do need to learn to find these things exciting and i do think that by and large the kind of media landscape we have the kind of things kids are encouraged to read in school doesn't cover stuff like that yeah you know wonder
1: amir if uh the way for schools to go is that whatever stream you take you continue to have, uh, you know, toehold in other streams. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, that, you know, you should be studying about the sciences, about the world uh, in a scientific framework throughout your schooling days. And so even if you go into commerce, you should you shouldn't leave the sciences, biology, physics, chemistry, math should still be a very you know, kind of a core part of your education.
0: Very quickly from Shri saying, Malaysia can still advance in space programs without sending anyone to space. I don't think the country has advanced to that level yet. Despite the non-financial ROI, perhaps the 17 million ringgit could have benefited the public in terms of aids or subsidies. Sending someone to space just seems to uh, to be a PR uh, for the government at a time to prove a point to other allied countries. Uh, well, I mean, I suppose, Shri that again, some of that might have to do with... what um, the fact that most of us never really knew what came off the space program beyond uh, some of those superficial things that you mentioned earlier, Sharad. The, te-tare. the te-tare and and i so looked And I
1: looked it up just to check myself, you know, and the number of headlines that mentioned Teh It could be both, right? It could be both kind of a national pride issue. And, uh, you know, we have a, a, a arrived in and therefore, you know, we've, we, we can send an astronaut to space. But The other part of it, it could be that science could actually be
0: advanced at the same time. Keep your thoughts coming. After the 6 o'clock news, we are going to be focusing on tomorrow's budget and asking you, what do you want to see in it? So send your thoughts in and keep it here, BFM 89.9.
4: You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station.